Welcome to the Balanced Working Moms podcast. This is Rena Misha, and I'm so incredibly glad that you're here. If you're a busy mom like me who's trying to manage just about everything, you're absolutely in the right place. In this podcast, you're going to learn secrets on how to live your life so you feel so much more balanced. Welcome into our episode today. And today we're going to talk about something that's not discussed a lot. It's something more subtle. It's something you probably think of a lot, almost subconsciously. But this concept is really, really important for your self-care, your well-being, just everything. It's such an important concept. And like I said, it's almost a funny thing to talk about because it's there, it's everywhere, but it's not something we pay attention to. And what we're talking about is the pause. The pause. What I mean by the pause is making space. Making space between things that are in your calendar, making space between being at work and being at home, even if you telework. Or what about this? This thing that I've talked about a lot recently, making space before you crawl into bed at night. Because we're all very busy people. You know that. I don't have to tell you. We are all very busy, but we often, we don't make space. And what happens when we don't make space? We really, really suffer. You know, in the recent episode, we talked about bed and relaxing before bed. We talked about what happens when we don't make that space. And the consequences were not pretty. They were not pretty at all because our bodies were designed to need space. They were not designed to just jump from one activity to the next activity and think that that would be okay. I don't even know where that concept came from, that it was okay to just, you know, run from work to home to make dinner and have no transition, no space, no time to breathe. And in our episode today, it's all about adding space, adding breathing room, creating cushions in your day so you can de-stress like a normal human being and you're not running from one thing to the next thing to the next thing. Is this something you want to talk about? Let's do it. I love that I get to welcome you into the podcast twice, first in the introduction, and now during the meat of the podcast. It's so great because I'm so grateful that you're here, and I hope you're doing well. I'm doing well. Recently, I've started working. By working, I mean when I work on this podcast and that type of thing in a location that's not my house, like the library or the park. And I don't know what it is about that. It is just so much more fun that way. Can I just say, leaving your house where nobody could talk to you? Well, you know what I mean. Nobody you know usually will talk to you. So much fun. So much fun. So if you're working on a project, consider maybe going to another location like the library. I don't know what it is about moving to another location, but you can get 
I'm going to say at least twice the amount of stuff done, and you feel so good about yourself. What is it about another location? I don't know. But I've really been enjoying adding that to my routine. So I just wanted to share that with you. So I am not the only one in my family who loves podcasts. My husband actually really, really likes them also. I think he was the one who got me into them many, many years ago when podcasts first started. But his tastes are very, very different than mine. Anybody who knows him personally is probably laughing right now. (laughs) He's very different. I won't share about it. You know, I'll let him have his privacy. But his tastes are very different. And I don't usually listen to the things that he listens to. But the other week, he comes running in and he says to me, oh my gosh, Rena, you have to hear this episode. You have to hear this. And he never does that. So I said to him, what is it? What do you want me to listen to? And he said, Rena, you know that concept you always talk about making space? He said to me, I've never heard anybody else mention that. And in this podcast right here, the rabbi is talking about it. So he was listening to a lecture from the rabbi, and he was also talking about making space. And it was a very well-renowned rabbi. And my husband was so excited for me to listen, because again, this is a concept we think about sometimes, but nobody usually talks about it. So to hear the rabbi talk about it was very exciting. And I wanted to talk about the concept today of making space because I messed up last week. (laughs) Just last Friday, I did not do this. I usually try really, really hard to do this, but sometimes life happens and we can't, right? We can't do a transition that we want to do. And it caused me a lot of problems. So I wanted to talk about this so we could be more intentional, so we could create the space that we need on purpose more regularly. And of course, you know, sometimes it's just not going to be possible. But when it is, when we can create the space, it changes everything. And it really creates a much, much less stressful life. And that's what I want for you. Of course, less stress. That's what it's all about. I keep using a term when I talk to you, and I keep saying making space or creating space. First, let's talk about what do I even mean by that? What does it mean to make space? There are several things I mean by this, but let's first talk the most basic. The most basic. So, first, when you create space, you don't schedule things back to back. So essentially, this is creating space in your schedule. And I'll give you an example of this so you can understand. So when I first started coaching, I wasn't very good at this concept. And I think I scheduled three calls back to back. Boom, boom, boom. And I probably had 15 minutes of space in between each one. And I was new to coaching and very naive. And I figured 15 minutes in between people would be just fine. You know, no big deal. But you can guess what happened. (laughs) 
it was not enough time. And one call bled into the next call, and I was so hungry. Thank goodness I still had energy, you know, but I was so hungry. I was running upstairs and trying to find some nuts or something that I can eat in front of people on Zoom. It was ridiculous. It was so crazy. What happened here was a classic example of not giving myself enough space. And I'm going to throw this back at you. Where do you do this in your life? Maybe you schedule a doctor's appointment right after work. So you have to rush to get there. And God forbid, there should be traffic, you know, or maybe you leave right at the exact amount of time to go to the appointment without even, let's say, five minutes of breathing space. Now, of course, we all do this by accident sometimes. I don't know anybody who's never in their whole life accidentally scheduled things too close together or didn't leave themselves enough time, but it creates so much stress. I remember reading a book on stress once, and what the book said was one of the biggest things that causes us stress is when we're late. So if we have a place we need to be, the doctor's office or whatever, and we're late, oh, can't you just picture that with your blood pounding? You start driving, maybe not in a safe way. You get so nervous. This happened to me last month, and I'm just thinking about it because I'm a very slow and careful driver, but I got lost on the way to a new doctor. And I know what happens where I live. If you're late to the doctor, they cancel your appointment. Some doctors, it's only five minutes and they will cancel you. And I had already spent a half hour trying to get there. You know, I took off work. I didn't want to be late. So my blood pressure was high. I wasn't driving safely. This is what happens when we feel rushed and we don't allow ourselves those transitions. Not good for our physical health or our emotional health. Really not good. So that's making space at the basic level is your schedule. And I say basic, but it is so important because like I described, Not having that buffer creates more stress in your life than you need. Think about how many hours it probably took me to calm down from that stressful environment when I was late to that doctor's appointment. And by the way, I ended up getting there 15 minutes late. And the first thing the receptionist said to me was, you know, your appointment was at 1130, right? (laughs) I was like, yes, it's stressful, right? I thought for sure she was going to cancel me. And I begged her. I said, I got lost. Please don't cancel me. But how many hours do you think it took me to get rid of that stress? I don't know. I don't know, but I'm going to guess at least three or four hours, at least, maybe longer. Because, you know, it was so much tension in my body. So I encourage you, when we can, let's pay attention to this. We have enough stress in our life that we cannot control. But 
if we can create, you know, an extra 15 minute buffer in our schedule, ah, it will really, really help. One thing I did was now with my calendar, I've automated it so that it forces people when they make an appointment with me, it automatically builds in a half hour, a half hour, right? Because I need more than 15 minutes. I need at least a half hour. So now if everything goes as it should, and the technology gods are singing and everything works, this problem shouldn't happen again. Isn't that cool when we can have our technology create our boundaries for us? I love it. I just love it. But what I really wanted to talk to you about today was more than just creating space in our calendar. What I really wanted to talk to you about and what my husband was telling me about in the podcast was a deeper meaning of making space. Because what I want to talk to you about is creating transitions, like I said in the introduction, between work and home, being awake and being asleep. And this is actually really anything you're working on and the next thing. Maybe the transition between eating dinner and doing homework with your kids. The transition time, let's say, could be cleaning up for dinner or maybe even closing your eyes for five minutes so that you're not running around from one thing to the next thing. What a difference that would make. Because too often, we just jump. We just go from one thing to the next thing because we're busy moms. We don't have time to, God forbid, close our eyes for a minute. (laughs) That's funny that I said, God forbid. But it's truth. We feel like we can't, which is really, really funny because me included, we do feel like we have five minutes to scroll. (laughs) What's that about, right? That's not giving us the real break that we need. Imagine if instead we closed our eyes and just relaxed for five minutes. What a difference that would be. We jump from work to taking care of our kids We jump from maybe dinner to doing homework without cleaning up. We go from maybe watching TV and scrolling social media to jumping right into bed. And the concept that I'm so passionate about that my husband knew that's something that I talk about at home a lot is that these sudden transitions actually create a lot of stress with us Just like the schedule I mentioned in the first part of the episode, the schedule when you don't have time to get to the doctor's appointment or between clients. It's the same thing when you're jumping from one task to the next task to the next task. Your brain needs some cushion time. It can't do it like that. It really needs this transition. And I mentioned earlier that what inspired this topic was that I did not create this transition space last Friday, because I've noticed that if I work up to the last minute on Friday on a project, I'm talking about in the office at work, if I work up to the last minute before I leave on, let's say, a coding problem or a script or whatever, I cannot get that out of my head. 
I, I just can't stop thinking about it. I will be up all night Friday night trying to finish the code in my head. I cannot leave it alone. And what does this create? It creates, first of all, terrible balance. <laughs> Absolutely terrible balance. And also think about my stress level because I can't stop thinking about work and I'm not working. I'm just thinking about it. So I can't even see if my ideas are working. It's really, it's terrible. So what I've learned to do that really fixes this is that when possible, I try to do my projects earlier in the day. And the last 15 minutes to half hour in the day, I leave to administrative tasks. And that really helps me transition. For example, I have to do a status report every week. Every week I have to write about all the things that I've done that week. That is the perfect administrative task to do on Friday just before I leave. I put all my thoughts down, everything I've done. I stop coding. I stop doing the fine, meticulous work that I was doing. And it really helps me transition. And it's work. I'm not just killing time. It's something that's required for my office that I have to do. But it really helps me transition so that then when I finish work on Friday, I finish work. I feel done. I feel complete. But this is real life. And even if that's our intention, sometimes we're not able to do it. So this Friday, I was working on something very critical, very important, and I had to just do it at the end of the day. It had to get done. And I really was not able to transition from work to home. It took me until Sunday. So I finished this work Friday afternoon, and I could not disengage from work till Sunday. And I know this may sound extreme to those of you who can easily shut things down, but I don't have that personality. I need this transition. Even if it's 15 or 30 minutes, we're not even talking a long time. I really need that. And that's why I wanted to talk to you about this, because maybe you need it too, and maybe you need it and you haven't even recognized that you need it. Is that possible? Is this something that goes on where you're always stressed and you can never get off the hamster wheel and maybe you don't know why? It could be because you don't have these transitions. And that's why I'm doing this episode to raise awareness for you, for myself, of course, I need this, and to show how important it is to add a transition in our life, in our days. And it sounds like a very simple concept, but it's one of those things that you have to create a routine for. You have to create the routine because until you have the routine, it's very hard to do. So it took me weeks or months to get to the routine where every Friday afternoon, I would work on the status report. It took me a long time because I'd prefer to do it maybe earlier, get it done with. But no, now I know this is very, very important. 
that I need that time to let my brain shut down, do some other tasks so that I can have that transition. And this is especially true with sleep. So I notice I'm focusing today on work and sleep, and there's a reason for that, because I think those two are the biggest transitions that get in our way. They are so hard when our mind is engaged at work and we can't seem to shut it down. It is so hard to be present with our kids. And the same with sleep. When we go, 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 and we have no transition, and we can't relax and come down and get to sleep, that is not healthy for us. No way. (laughs) That is not what we should be doing. You and I are unique. You know, I told you some of my top stressors that are created when I don't have transitions. But what about you? What are some stressors that you have because you do not have some kind of transition. And I want you to ask yourself, how can you create space so that whatever causes you this stress will become less stressful? Because once you find a way to create space or transition between a stressful event and then the next part of your life, things feel so much easier. You have much more ease, Some of that stress just washes away. And notice, notice this. Notice what an effect it has when you create these transitions. Just see how your stress level melts away. Such a cool thing. Such a cool concept. (laughs) I just love talking about this stuff that nobody else talks about. Like who else talks about transitions? But it's so important because this is real life. This is real life. And we're used to seeing calendars, you know, where every block is filled out. I have a friend, and if she's listening, she's going to be laughing really hard now because she color codes her calendar and almost every block is filled out. Almost every block. And it's really, really hard when you don't have these transitions. And just remember, as we end this podcast, that sometimes you can't control it. You know, you do your best. Like I said, sometimes you may have a transition that you want to do, and you can't do it. Like for me, I left in plenty of time to get to the doctor's office. And I got lost. You know, sometimes things are unavoidable. We do our best. So when that happens, the trick is to be gentle on ourselves. Forgive ourselves. We can't always be perfect. So I hope I've raised some awareness for you today about transitions. And I'm excited on how you're going to start fitting this into your life so that it eases your stress and you can be like a real person, you know, <laughs> not like a stressed out mom. You can be a person who pauses in between things. So my friend, go create some space and enjoy the balance that it creates in your life. I'll talk to you next time.